0: The book of 1st John is extremely important for Christians to read and reread and read again. Obviously the whole Bible is important, but how precise John gets with what it really looks like to be a Christian is, is uh, huge and a great conviction for many Christians. And I think a good way, or a good reason to examine ourselves as we read. But so there's just some certain highlights, certain chapters, certain verses of First John that I'm going to be highlighting here. So I'm just going to kind of read this and I'll try to remember to tell you where it's at so you can go back and read it and read around it as well. So starting First John 5 through 10. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have not sinned, we make a liar of him, and his word is not in us. Chapter 2. My little children, I'm, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, and righteousness. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but for, all, for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word in him, truly the love of God is perfected. By this we know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Verse 15, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Chapter 3, verse 4. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sin, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he one who does not love his brother. Verse 5, chapter 1. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. Chapter 5, verse 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Do you guys hear the repeating theme here? How the evidence of God in our life is evident. That it's it's, it's visual. We're, we aren't working or doing good works or having faith or anything to earn anything. It's just proof. It's evidence of what we have been given, that God has chosen us. So where's your evidence at? And I hope this is convicting. It's convicting for me. It should be convicting for anyone who is constantly growing because as you grow in Christ, you're becoming more aware of your sin and even your particular sins and, and your continual growth. Just it's, like, it's like uprooting more as you dig. You could just keep on digging because you're never going to run out of dirt to dig with until Christ appears and glorification is complete and we are in him. That is when we are finally made pure. But we are to be striving and fighting and, and loving one another whilst doing that. Read First John. Read the whole thing. This is John pleading to uh, to his people who are being swayed by the world. And so this is the, uh, he wants to give them confidence that you are not of this world. You, you have been chosen by God. I know this because of the fruits in your life, but you're being swayed. So come back to me. So this should be an encouraging letter. It should be convicting, but it's also encouraging. I love you guys.